Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today. Are you loving the theme music? I could just listen. I could just listen, but I won't. I'll keep talking to you because today's show is excellent. Y'all know Michael and Smith, also known as The Nester. She's been on the show before, episode 116, if you want to go back and hear that one as well. But probably like many of you, I am also thinking about shifting my house and decorating a little differently for the fall and for Christmas. It's all coming and it is time to think about it. And Michaelin is literally my favorite expert on all of this. Her new book that releases tomorrow is called Welcome Home, A Cozy Minimalist Guide to Decorating and Hosting All Year Round. And y'all, it's separated by season. It is so brilliant. And as always, Michaelin herself is brilliant. So here is my conversation with the Nestor. Michaelin, I just, we have so many things to discuss. <laughs> what could have accidentally happened is we could have just kept talking before we hit record and used up our entire time. Yes, easily. <laughs> Very easily. For starters, let's talk about this. Did you get the email yesterday from one of our Encourage writers? Back when we used to write for Encourage, we had a group email chain. Did you see oh, the email and- yesterday? Not only did I get it, I am saving it for like a reward after I'm done with my work. So I get to go in. I mean, it is, it was so funny to me that I was loving that I was going to get to talk to you today because I was like, man, literally 10 years ago, we used to be on an email chain that went all the time. (laughs) But nonstop email chain. And it was fun. We liked it. Yes, we loved it. Do you do? I don't do that at all anymore. I'm not on any kind of email chain right now. Are you? Oh, no. Do people still do that? I don't know. That's what made me. I was like, I'm going to ask Michael and tomorrow. Are you still on email chains? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's better than a boxer chain because those are the worst. How do you ever catch up when you're behind on boxer? I don't. I just can't. <laughs> I just feel lost in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for you know, the four times speed helps, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm very sorry y'all aren't in Nashville. It was supposed to be that way, but safety and health and all the ways made so that you and Chad are not here. That makes me so sad. I was so thrilled to see y'all. We were in such a mood to get to hang out with Annie Downs. It's such a, it's a literal downer to not get to be around you. You don't know. I mean, I, I had said to Jenna when she had like got in all the schedule. I was like, okay, now don't have anything else for me until my afternoon podcast that day, because I want as much time with Chad and Michael as I can have. And y'all, y'all are still in North Carolina, unfortunately. I know. And I was looking, I mean, I was looking so forward to see you number one, but I was looking so forward to getting to see your new office. Are you in your podcast room right now? Yes, I am. I need you to come see it just so you can judge it. I just need you to judge a little bit your way. No, it looks fantastic in your statement wall. I love it. I love oh, it all. Thanks. I just want like I want it to have its own Instagram where it's just your <laughs> office all the time. <laughs> you're very kind. That means a lot, Michael, because your decorating style is one of my very favorite things about you, as is what's true oh. about everybody. But I, that means a ton <laughs> to me. So thank you. Oh, we are working it. on it. I will send you my porch will be done this weekend at my house. I've been working on a renovation at my my little porch ever since the pandemic kind of softened. I don't know. It's not gone. I know it's not gone. But once we were able to do more things, I had someone come over and redo my porch. Because after I was quarantined for so long, and we worked from home for so long, there were real things in my house that I wanted changed. When you were like when y'all were stay at home, and I assume all the boys were home. Is that true? Yeah, everyone but Cademan. But yeah, we had two big, tall, grown men with BO home. Yes. And so when, when y'all are all home together, and when the pandemic lifts enough that people are kind of doing some things again, did you change anything in your house like I did? <laughs> well, when when they first came home, I totally changed things in the house because we needed more like super. Everyone wants to lay down in the living room and watch a show. Everyone <laughs> wants a pizza on in the living room. Everyone right. has 10,000 pair of shoes that somehow, you know, so, yeah, we had to totally adjust and it looked crazy for a while but it was like we just tried to make our home so that everyone had a place to lay around 
everyone had a place to put a slice of pizza. Everyone had a place to put a cheer wine because we are in North Carolina. Yes, of course. Um, and, you know, just shoes and things like that. When so we were you ordering stuff off of Target or off of Ikea? Where were you getting these things for them to put their pizzas on? Oh, well, we have the barn, Annie. So I was bringing in, I have, my barn is full of like thrifted furniture. So we brought in this huge Volkswagen sized green velvet chair that we all fight <laughs> over. It looks ridiculous, but it's so comfortable. We brought that in. I mean, the cats were all over the place. Just the house was loaded, but it was kind of like a really special time. I actually didn't mind it. How about you? How really? was your house different? Well, you know, I realized I made a realization yesterday when I was reading your new book, Welcome Home. I was reading it and I realized I don't transition well from winter to spring in my house. I can decorate. I can do just about all the others. But I realized today that during all of that, I like still have one of my blankets out that has snowflakes on it. And it's September. If you like it, Annie, I mean, that's the whole point is to get your home so that you like it so that you will use it the way you want to use it. And if you love your snowflake pillow, then you should use it all year round. I just don't. I don't. I should have put it away. I didn't think about it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, my biggest change is after once things loosened up a little bit in Nashville, I thought I have spent so much time on this porch and I was supposed to go to England with your sister and our friend Tish. And when that trip was canceled and I got a refund (laughs) and I knew where I had spent my most of my time was on my porch that I wanted to redo my porch. So that's really what I've put energy into this summer and fall going into or going into the fall. You know, I feel like this pandemic is making our homes so happy. I feel like all of our houses have a really big smile on their face because Uh we are using every square inch of them. Like they're meant to be used. Yes. I mean, I would go by probably in the first couple of maybe the first month I would drive by and nobody is at the movie theater. Nobody's at a store. Nobody's at Target. Nobody's at restaurants. Home Depot's parking lot is full. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, everyone's working on their houses. It's the best. It's so good. It's almost like we have like a someone pushed pause and we all got to do the thing that I always love to do, which is kind of just notice and appreciate and evaluate how our house is working for us. Yes. And so when one of the things you talk about a lot that I need more encouragement in is shopping your house versus bringing new things into your house. Oh, absolutely. So I like to think, you know, I think I learned this, Annie, because as you know, Chad and I've moved. Oh my gosh. I think we're in our 14th home. Yes. But y'all been there for so long now, like four years, five years. We've been here for seven years. It's the longest we've ever lived in a house. That so is we've been crazy. Years. It is. But the one of the perks, there are a lot of downsides from moving. First of all, you cannot ever remember your zip code, mm-hmm. but there are perks too. And so I learned a lot about just quickly kind of setting up home. And one of the things that I learned was, oh, this uh, changing table that was in, you know, the boys nursery. Now I can use it in my kitchen to hold linens, or now I can use it in Ah. my bathroom for towels. So I have pieces that have literally like 100% truly been in every type of room in our house. And it taught me how versatile pieces can actually be. And when you begin to see things in your house, like as an opportunity just to try it, in a new way, like, oh, maybe your dining room table is, maybe the chairs are uncomfortable. Well, mm-hmm. shop your house, mm-hmm. walk around and see, maybe you'll like mismatched chairs or something like that. So it gives you, it's like risk-free change without yeah. having to invest money or time. I think it's so fun because no one has to know. You don't have to put on Instagram, look, I moved my chair and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, you do it in the privacy of your own home. And if it looks right. ridiculous, Move it back and no one will ever know. That's right. So how long? Okay, that's a great question that I have is like, as I'm testing furniture on my porch and like moving these pieces around and bringing some stuff from inside, outside and outside, inside, how long do I leave it to decide if I love it or hate it? I think I know I need a good 24 hours if I'm seriously considering it. But a lot of times, Annie, sometimes what shopping the house does too, is it just helps me know what what I actually need to go buy. So maybe if like you probably need a surface on your porch if you don't have one and you need chairs. Well, sometimes just pulling what you have inside will help. 
and you'll realize, well, I need a shorter chair or I need yeah. something that I can like kind of lay down on, or I need two chairs here, or I need a chair that isn't this tall because it's blocking my view. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of teach it, it lowers the amount of decision-making you have to have yeah. if you actually have to go buy something. Do you, do you think being in our homes as much as we were in our homes this year will change how we decorate? Ooh, yeah. I think it will change what we surround ourselves with. And if we want to call that decorating, I think that's true. But I think, I just think ultimately it changes how we see our home, how we need our home to serve us Mm -hmm. and how we use our home. And I think now we like actually want to make sure every room in our house is getting the usage out of it Uh. because we're all there. If you have a dining room sitting empty, man, find another use for it if you're not using it as a dining room. Oh, I, that is a permission you gave me a long time ago that I have really loved is like this room doesn't have to be this room you can yes. do whatever you want if y'all want to sleep upstairs in the guest room because you like the idea of having the master as something else on the main floor you are allowed to do that absolutely 100 percent. not only we are allowed like i think it's our i think it's part of our job to every couple of years because things change yeah. you know our jobs changes where we live change our who's coming in in our house evaluate is every room in your house truly, truly working for you? Like I see my house as a partner, almost like the sixth member of our family. I'm such a nerd. Wow. No, I like that. But it really needs to be like partnering with you to do whatever it is that you need to be doing while you're at home, whether that's working or homeschooling or just having people over or just really need maybe a good six months of rest and relaxation. Like is your home helping with that? Or is your home kind of hindering that? And then we have the power to make some changes. So I have piles. I'm a piler. It's a problem, Michael. But I'm a piler. And I just imagine some of our friends listening are like you 15 years ago, where they've got three little guys running around and, and they have piles of things they're trying to clean up and kids are doing school from home and, and they're on a tighter budget because jobs have changed. And, and of course they want their house to look cute for the fall and look fallish, but like have no budget and actually no time and their boys are going to break everything anyway. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and a lot of times it's our kids that are also like shaming us. Like mommy, I've been decorated for fall yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the easiest, most simple way to decorate for the seasons is basically just kind of following what God does. Like God doesn't have to go to Hobby Lobby. Mm. He just slowly makes changes in nature over time. And I have found, actually, I think fall is the easiest season to decorate for free. Really? Uh, because we can go outside. We can go to the back of the overgrown church parking lot. We can go to the lot next door. They never built a house on wherever it is. Yeah. And like break a few branches off of the trees of even if the leaves have fallen off already or the grasses are all changing color, the weeds are even beautiful right now, Annie. Right. So if you don't have allergies, like to bring those things in, I, it's like they have magical powers. I don't know what it is, but just bringing something in from the outside that is kind of celebrating the changing of the seasons. And yeah. even here in North Carolina, I mean, it's still hot. It's still hot where you are, I think. Uh-huh. But things are already looking different. Like the corn is dry. The weeds are turning yellow. Like things visually are already looking different. It doesn't mean I have to bring a pumpkin in. It can just mean I bring something in from outside and it just kind of celebrates the season. And every time I look at it, it gives me a little pick me up. Okay. But here's what I'm going to do, Michael. And I'm such a dodo bird. I'm the person who goes out and will pick up 10 leaves and like put them on my dining room table and be like, no, that looks so dumb. Okay. Yes. What's a better, I mean, obviously your book, Welcome Home, you have some great pictures. I, in fact, I love in the very back how you did the four same pictures of winter, spring, summer, and fall in these four different vignettes in your house. But what am I picking from the outside? Okay. So when you go outside, the thing with leaves is they're just flat and little. And also I'm a cozy minimalist. So that means I want to get the most amount of style with the least amount of stuff, but I still want them to look really beautiful. So when you go outside, if there is, let's say you have a ginkgo tree in your yard, I want you to break off a branch or get your whatever scissors, whatever it is, and cut a branch and take your knife from the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I've torn up so many scissors. It doesn't matter. I promise it's worth it. Yep. So, but everyone cuts a branch too small. We all cut like, oh, four inches of a branch. No. Like 
as long as your arm, okay, or okay. longer. Okay. When you flip through like a Better Homes and Gardens magazine, every single photo will have greens and plants or flowers in it. And if we do not have those things in our home, they feel really lifeless. But that doesn't mean we have to get like a farm girl flowers order delivered to our house every week. Right. We can just go outside and bring things in. So if you have one or two trees on your property, if you haven't mown your grass in a month, even better. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> <laughs> so you bring that in and then you have to pair it with something. You can't just lay it on the table. And so a lot of us, one of the things that I talk about in the book, or I just like talk about to my friends and they roll their eyes is that we don't have seasonal supplies. So a lot of us will have like, Oh, a beautiful wreath for our door for every month of the year, yeah. but we don't have a base that we like. Right. To put something in. <laughs> right. So when you're going shopping, instead of thinking, well, I'm going to buy, you know, a dozen tiny little pumpkins, well, first ask yourself, do I have a vase that I like out in my house that I can use, whether it's July 4th or New Year's Eve or April, that's going to like look good in my home, that I like the style. And then you can put seasonal greenery in that, whether it's pompous grass from the neighbor's the corner of their yard or greenery from the evergreen tree or just breaking a branch off leaves off in your yard something that you can put some greenery in so that marks the season. And so like, I think that's the lowest hanging fruit, super easy, beautiful way to freely welcome in the season is just go in your yard and pull something off and bring it in. But the bigger, the better. That is the secret. And put water, put water in it because especially if it's like green leaves, you want to just still have a little sip, a yeah. sip of water. Okay. Yeah. Cause to, if I'm hearing you correctly, it feels like I could pick one vase and set it on my dining room table and be like, okay, your goal is to put something seasonal in this vase all the time because you love the vase. Now go pick something that looks beautiful and put it in there. Exactly. And don't get the vase that says it's fall, y'all. Because yeah. then you're going to feel <laughs> stupid come Christmas. You're not going to go get another vase. I love that you said that in your in the in the book Welcome Home. You said that you didn't buy a platter that said grateful because it felt like Thanksgiving. And as soon as you put food on it, it doesn't say grateful anymore. Right. You're like, well, I can't use this. I guess I just need to carry it around and show people so they can read That's how grateful right. I am. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Because the other thing is, I live and a lot of my friends listening are this way too. I live in a condo that does not have storage, so I can't have like a fall container and a spring container and a summer container. I can only have Christmas. Like I have plenty of space to store my fake Christmas tree. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's as okay. As soon as I said it, I remembered that that ruined your life. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, what really ruins your life is when people put their feet, their bare feet on the internet. It's naked toes. It's a whole other, <laughs> we can do another episode on that later. I don't your toes. I think about it Every time I consider putting my feet on the internet, I'm like, nope, Michael and Emily <laughs> will text me immediately and say, take that down. But for so for people who don't have storage, a vase feels like a make this work every season. What are some other pieces that I need in my dining room or in my living room or, you know, wherever that are that can that it's OK that I don't have a lot of storage? Well, I love that question. I want to tell you, Annie, I have room to have bins for every season, but I don't, I'm too lazy. I don't want to have a bin for every uh -huh. season because when you have a bin for fall or spring or whatever, it's sitting in your attic or closet for 10 months of the year. It just feels like a waste. Right. Me. So to bring outside things in visually, but what I do is I work through the five senses and I try to work on thinking about adding like seasonal supplies instead of just all visual decor. So used to, I would be like, Oh, I want to decorate for fall. I want my house to feel like fall. So that means I have to go to Hobby Lobby and buy a bunch of visual decor, which listen, you might need some visual decor, Sure. but if you work through the five senses, like think about the sense of smell, especially during fall, there are so many yummy right. souffle candles and all of your friends, I'm sure, will give you an oil recipe for your diffuser. Oh, listen, people are ready to hand out <laughs> diffuser recipes. For you sure. don't even have to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who make those recipes, we don't have to ask them. We know exactly where to yeah. find them. You know where to get those. That's right. So something about adding these layers of seasonal supplies and layers of fall in your home that don't take up any space and it, almost like they're consumable. So the oils, the candles, whatever it is that you're using, room spray, you use them up 
And then you get rid of the container, you're done. You don't pack it away for fall. Got it. Think about even like with taste. So I try to have different things in my home based on the season, different drink station, different things for my coffee, different breads, or I'm roasting vegetables maybe in mm. the fall. Do I have the right kind of pan to roast vegetables? I've known people, Annie, that have like, they have a wreath for their door for every month of the year, but they don't have a bread knife right. or a bread <laughs> You know? Right, right. Or I'll tell you my recent embarrassing discovery is I have a beautiful charcuterie plate, a uh, tray, and no what? tiny knives. I had no tiny knives. <laughs> well, see now that when you go out shopping for fall, and that's what's so helpful is when you go armed with a list of what's missing and what yeah. you can truly use, and you can use those every month of the year. You'll just change what's on the board based yeah. on what is, you know, what the season is. And that is, I think it just becomes really fun and it gives you flexibility to change it up. Like I do a statement pumpkin every year. Cause I used to get caught up in like all these, I, I don't know. It was like a race to the smallest pumpkin. Like yeah. how many, <laughs> how many tiny pumpkins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the harem of pumpkins. Like what am I thinking? And then they're plastic. So am I supposed to, I guess I have to store them away. Yes. Round pumpkins. Oh. So now I just buy like one glorious beautiful. I love a weird and warty, odd shaped pumpkin, but I'm supporting local farmer. I get to change up what color I want every year, just based on what kind of mood I'm in. You know, he looks better in a different place just yeah. based on what's going on in my home. And so, and at the end of the season, I can throw it away. Well, I throw it out to the chickens. Yeah. So I don't have to store it. So my goal is to not have anything I have to really store for seasonal supplies, except Christmas. But Christmas is a celebration, not a season, really. And so I even think of that a little bit differently. Yeah, that's beautiful. This makes me think of a question for you. As an, as an Annie who is not married yet, don't have kids yet, I don't have a roommate, and a bunch of our friends listening, probably either it's them and their husband or it's them and their kids or their them and their wife or just them alone. I just wonder, like, why does it matter to do all this when I'm the only one who's seeing it? Well, does it matter to you? Mm. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that we, every now and then someone will ask me that question, like, why is it important to decorate for the season? And I, I mean, hope I didn't say like, with that tone. Why, why is it important? Why? Like, more power to you. Like sometimes I wish it wasn't important to me because I'd have some extra time on my hands. <laughs> but if that feels like I, I want my house. I think we've all walked into a house like, okay, it's July 1st. We walk into a house and you feel like the house thinks it's January 30th. Like uh, it's real heavy and yeah. dark. And you're like, oh, this house doesn't realize what's happening outside. <laughs> it's really important for me, for my home to feel in touch with the seasons, with creation, and to kind of know, it's like, it feels current. It feels, mm. and not current, like on trend, but current, like it's, it's an active partner in my life. Yeah. And if my house knows what month it's, it is, that just feels like it's more useful and usable and actually like ready for me to open up and invite people over. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to scurry around to like, oh, let me get my Easter eggs out or whatever. Yeah. No, it's just kind of lightened up for spring. I don't have heavy throws out. You know, I have maybe some broken off branches of forsythia or something in a vase and so it just feels a little more ready a little more current and I personally enjoy it and my goodness isn't that what home is all about a, you know a place for us a place for our family a place for others yeah I think it's such a good reminder that you're not doing this for who comes over and sees it I mean if we've learned anything in 2020 it's your house needs to work for you <laughs> as Amen. much as anything and the people that you live with and so it yeah. just feels very like Man, I, I I wanted you to speak to that before we jumped even deeper into decorating because whether it's men or women listening, there is this temptation like, well, it doesn't matter because it's just me. Right. And if you feel that way and if, you, if it truly doesn't matter to you, then I think you should have permission to not care about that. Not hmm. everyone necessarily cares about that. And I want to say, I think that's okay. Okay. That's good for me to hear you say, because part of me wants to put on pressure and be like, no, you need to see the season shift in your house. You need to care. Da, da, da. But you're saying you don't need to care. If you don't no, care, don't I'm not care. here to talk anyone into that. There are enough of us who are obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> actually need help kind of toning that down. <laughs> that that's that's who I'm here for. Okay. Well, that I think that's very kind because that also means when you boss us, it's our choice whether we listen. 
Oh, 100%. I mean, isn't that always the case? But I like when you boss me about my house because I do, my hard point that has been true for the decade we've been friends, you know this, is not that I don't want to. It's that I genuinely, I never feel like I have a vision for how to change my house from season to season, which is why books like Welcome Home help me so much. Because I don't, I don't have a vision. Is that, like when you think about your house, can you picture changing a room just in your mind? Uh, slightly, but I think you're making it too difficult. Okay. That's probably very true. What you need to think about is what feels like insert season fall to you now. So think about like it, sometimes it's easier to start with Christmas and then apply that. Like start with work inward and outward. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I bet during the Christmas season, you have a certain playlist or certain music that Uh really is like, Oh, this is like what I grew up with. This is my Christmas music. Do you? Yep. Okay. And so we can create that for every season. It's so fun. Like the joy that I have at the Christmas season because of all those memories and the scents and the special foods and the pretty meaningful decor. Like I actually have that all throughout the year because I applied that to every season. So making a seasonal playlist might just be one thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be these visual decorative things that you buy. It might just be the candles that you burn every season, the music yeah. that you're listening to every season, the food that you're incorporating yeah. into your life, the thickness of the throws and the sheets on your bed, and just kind of letting that work with you because you're naturally, we are colder in the summer we're, or colder in the winter. We're hotter in the summer. Mm-hmm. So flannel sheets, it's just like small changes that actually make sense, but the kind of work with our home with the seasons. So you don't, that's the whole thing. I don't want you to change your house from top to bottom. Like that's, it's really beautiful on Instagram and Pinterest when someone has 43 pumpkins on their stairs. <laughs> And I can love it. I'll double tap that all day long, but I do not have to recreate it in order to appreciate it. I don't Mm -hmm. have to, I can admire it without having to acquire it. Like I don't have to copy it in order to find beauty in that. And Mm -hmm. so when it comes to my own house, there's freedom to do that, but I don't want to have to store all those plastic, beautiful pumpkins away, or I don't want to have to buy 43 pumpkins from my local farmer. I just want one statement pumpkin because it makes it easier to me. And so I'm here to say, Yes, you can go over the top for every season if you want, but you can also get credit and have a seasonal home by just making some very simple changes. Hey, friends, just interrupting today's podcast to thank our sponsors, including Ritual. Y'all know how much I love Ritual. Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why. And that's why Ritual's founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. They have obsessively researched each nutrient in their visionary women's multivitamin, carefully chosen forms that are absorbable by the body, and they've also tested their formula. Science backed isn't just like a buzzword for them, it's for real. And y'all, we should, I know we try not to show it around here very much, but we really should be taking a multivitamin, staying healthy, keeping a strong body and a strong immune system going into this fall and winter is so, so important. Ritual is designed to be gentle on an empty stomach, which I think is really important because like many of you, I take my vitamin before I eat my breakfast. I have my little actual ritual in the morning every day. And so their delayed release, no nausea design capsule really helps. And y'all know my favorite part. It smells like mint. Their mint essence tab in every bottle makes taking your vitamins a minty fresh experience. It's so much better than gross tasting vitamins. And they use high quality ingredients, which I think really matters because 40% of women actually can't properly utilize the, the synthetic form of folate, like folic acid. But it's found in many multivitamins, and this is why Ritual uses folate in its absorbable form to help cover women's needs. Daily changes can lead to big results, so start small today. Ritual is offering you guys, my friends, 10% off your first three months. Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash that sounds fun to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash that sounds fun. Today's show also is brought to you by our friends at Indeed. 2020 is still a bit of a challenge for us small businesses, friends. I know many of y'all know what I'm talking about. You have to do more with less and suddenly every single hire 
is like you can't just get people on the bus. It's about getting the right person in the right spot. But there are fewer resources to find the right people. But Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. And unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. Listen, 73% of online job seekers visit Indeed each month, you guys. 73% of people looking for jobs are going to Indeed. So if you're trying to hire somebody, you get to pick through 73% of the people looking for jobs. They are going to help you find this important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million other businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering my friends a free $75 credit. You guys, that's awesome. It's going to boost your post, which means more quality candidates will see your job post and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. This is their best offer available anywhere. You guys go right now to Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. And this offer is valid through September 30th. Okay, back to the show. So how early is too, is, do you have, do you have uh, guidelines about how early is too early to start putting out? Cause like it's September 14th. Can I go ahead and start decorating for fall or do I need to wait until September 21st? What are the rules? No, I take my cue from God and okay. uh, my cherry tree, the leaves started turning yellow a couple weeks ago. I'm like, Oh, how dare he? Someone <laughs> needs to tell God it's not September 22nd. Like, yes. no, that is not, we don't wake up on December 21st and there's snow outside. Like it just right. doesn't work like that. Right. It's about tiny little changes. So I know that my life looks different in August than it does in July. Just the things that I'm doing. And I think yeah. that's probably true for a lot of us. Like yeah. think about the end of July versus the end of August, like our work, our schedule, uh, who's coming and going in our home, how we need to eat, like all of those things change. And so that's almost like a nod to the seasonal changes that I need. So I start putting away anything that's like blatantly summer in my home is kind of going away in August, even though it's ah. still technically August, but we don't need that anymore. Right. And then I usually start with... Um, sound and with scent. And so usually I start playing my fall playlist because I really need some banjos in my life. Yeah, August and September. And then I start layering like I've already started burning my uh, fall candles. Now pumpkins aren't going to be ready yet because they're just they're not available right, yet. Right. But that's okay. like it's another thing to look forward to. So I think the best time to, to decorate for fall the best time to bring some fall into your life is when you need some fall in your life. Mm hmm. Oh, that's good. I mean, that that can be true about Christmas, too. I mean, you can do that any time of year when it when you need it, you can go ahead and put yeah. it up. Yes. And if you are dreading it, if it becomes a burden, that's like I think we really need to pay attention to that and say, oh, well, maybe I need to rethink this. Like if lugging out the Christmas bins makes you feel like you want to crawl under the sofa, well, maybe stop and think about why that is. Or maybe ask yourself if there's a different way that you could approach that this year. So it works both ways. One of your big, so for people who haven't gotten Welcome Home yet, you need to, A, go get that. But it's split up fall, winter, spring, summer. And then in each of them, you do the five senses of like, yes. this is how you, but then the thing that blew my mind when I was reading it is you were like, but before you start adding, take away. It is the unsexy little secret that no one, there's no HGTV talking about taking things away in your decor right. before- you add things, but it, if you, if we just add and add and add <laughs> our surfaces are going to like be so burdened and cry out. Like it is so important. And so sometimes that's just the first start of a transition. It's just like clearing a few surfaces and letting it be emptier for a couple of weeks and letting it breathe. Oh my gosh. It has magical powers. I feel like when um, my kitchen Island is kind of cleared off and doesn't have decor that lives there. Uh-huh. It makes me feel like a better person, Annie. Yeah. I feel so organized. I feel so with it. it it's unbelievable. Yeah. I feel this like, even as I'm thinking about the weekend coming, I'm like, okay, maybe this weekend before I, maybe like I take a little bit of time on Saturday and clean out before I add my fall things on Sunday. 
Yes. And walk around and just say, oh, is there anything in my house, is there anything on my surfaces, on my sofa, wherever that maybe I'm done with for the season? Like, mm. you know, at our house, it's like car magazines and things like that. I'm it's about to say, you're, I bet there are a lot of car magazines. There's a house. lot of car magazines <laughs> happening in my house. This is not glamorous. And even like our pool stuff, like things like that, that I don't really pay attention to because I've been seeing them in uh-huh. my for three months. But Truly, we're kind of done with those. So I can put them away. And so I think just first to kind of put things away or evaluate if you're done with some things is such a nice way to begin. Yeah. How do you decide what you put away and what you give away? Well, if I used it, then I can put it away. But one thing, especially with any decor, like say it's Christmas, the best time to make your decision on if you're going to use a decor that's in your Christmas bin for next Christmas is before you put the stuff away. Yeah, like, what what is still there? <laughs> right. So because we all do that. So it's, yep. you know, at the beginning of December, we decorate and then we still have stuff in the bins and we just like, well, we'll just leave that, whatever. Well, then it's after Christmas and you're taking down your stuff and you open your bins and you're oh my gosh, I have all this Christmas decor that I haven't used in 12 months. Mm-hmm. Am I really going to save it in this bin again for another 12 months and put that decision off? Like the best time to make that decision is actually when you're packing up your Christmas stuff and you can say, okay. was I happy with what I did this year? If so, then it is time to give that stuff at the bottom of your bins, a new home. Okay. Part of me think is as I'm thinking this through, I'm like, man, there are these two Christmas decorating items that I know I haven't used for years. <laughs> Part of me thinks like I want to take it to like Goodwill or to one of our local thrift stores b- before Christmas so that other people can use them at Christmas. Well, but it listen. That is ideal and so kind of you, Annie. You should definitely do that. But I think also, <laughs> I don't think what you should do is, well, it's December 30th and I'm not going to use this, but I'm going to do the thrift stores a big favor and hold on to this and for store it for year. another You're right. No, no, no. Yeah. The thrift stores are fine. There are people that purposely go to thrift stores at the end of December, hoping to find great Christmas things that people didn't want anymore. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now, do you ever thrift? Do you ever use that to go decorate? Because I'm, I'm not as good at that. I'm like a Maxinista, a Target girl. Like that's kind of where I go to. Should I be going to more thrift stores when I have little pieces to add? Oh, it's, it's completely up to you. I, my favorite thing is to go to antique malls. That's like my Uh number one store because I like quirky. I like things with age. I like things that are kind of imperfect and have a little story to them. And so if I'm just looking, if I'm just shopping for like kind of whatever, I think an antique mall is great. If you have a big purpose, like I need, you know, a a chair for my porch, then I think doing a TJ Maxx, a world market, home goods and target is fantastic for that. Do I need to change out all the throw pillows in my house based on season? You do not need to, but it sure is a very simple way to change up your visual decor without having to buy plastic, you know, store-bought, hey, it's fall, y'all, pumpkins and paintings and uh, candlesticks that you can't keep out all the time. So I, that's one of the things that I do. So I have feather inserts in my pillows. A lot of times I bought a pillow that way. So I go to HomeGoods. HomeGoods is great for feather stuffed pillows with a zip-off cover, Annie. So the zip-off cover is great for two reasons. Number one, you can wash it. Number two, if let's say you have a a really thick, heavy fur, beautiful, cozy uh, pillow cover. Well, now it's April. I don't want you to have to pack away that entire pillow. I just want you to to zip off that pillow cover, throw it in the wash, and then you have this thin little, you know, it's like an inch tall. And you just put it in your linen closet and you save that until next October. And then you might change out to like a buffalo check or something that works Mm -hmm. with your existing decor that you love that's a lighter fabric. And so I rely on that. It's You don't have to do it, but I think it's like such an easy way to get a change in your visual decor with stuff you're going to use anyway. Like we all want to have a cozy pillow on our sofa. Right. But we don't want 19 pillows stacked in the closet that we rotate out based on what month it is. We don't. Right. (laughs) Right. I can feel that temptation in me and like, no, 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 no. How do you make sure you buy? I mean, do you just always buy the same size? Well, you know, I have a couple different size pillows. So I do kind of know in my head that, oh, I need like a 24 inch by 24 inch. And once I, once I get my inserts, usually I'm buying pillow covers on Etsy. So I'm ordering the right. Okay. 
Because once really? you get your inserts and with your pillow, so once you go to Home Goods and buy like your your starter team, then you get to have fun and you can go on Etsy, which is the plethora of pillow covers, handmade, beautiful things, and you can buy them by size. So a store is going to, you know, an Etsy shop is going to have like 20 different sizes of the same fabric pillow and you get to pick it based on what size feather insert you have. And another thing about feather inserts is, well, number one, they will always fluff back out. So you can use them, you can abuse them, you uh -huh. can stand on them, you can build a fort. And then, you know, if you have a 22 inch square pillow cover or a 24, like they, they will kind of mold to the size you have, which is helpful. Oh, you are revolutionizing my life right now. They're magical. Yes. They are magical. That is, because I'm like, man, all those, all I have to do is look at the throw pillows I have on my sofa right now and get yes. their measurement and then just go yeah. buy new covers versus buying new pillows. Yep. And it'll just come in the mail. It's like, you know, 50 cents to have mailed to you because yeah. it's just a little folded up pillow cover. It is the best life. That's brilliant. You know, the other thing you taught me very early on, I think this was in your, I think it was your first book. Is Cozy Minimalist? No, Nesting Place was your first one. Yeah. And, and yeah. but in Cozy Minimalist Home is when you're like, you need curtains. Curtains yeah. are like the number. Are they number two? What's your number one? Well, I have like a trinity. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> so you have to have every home in America. And if I had to blindly go to someone's house and take stuff, I would assume they probably don't have drapes, rugs, and lighting, like a lamp. Oh, so okay. Annie, does your do you have it now? Are you, how are you with your drapes and your rugs I, and your lighting? I solved all the drape problems. <laughs> I've done it. Lamps, I'm still working on, but I absolutely am in love with the light bulbs that are in my dining room chandelier right now. Oh, it took me. It took me two years to find light bulbs that I really liked. I just. What do you have? I got them from Home Depot. They're just they they're kind of Edison bulb ish, but they okay. don't glow yellow. You're gonna love this so much. I'm. I'm about to flex so hard and be so proud of myself. They were burning. They, the ones I had my first year living there were very yellow and they made the house feel warm all the time, like a glow, okay. like a yes. warm glow. And yep. I was like, in this spring, I was like, this feels, this still feels like the winter. And so I found some Edison yeah. ones that glow, that are more soft white, kind of have the yeah. blue versus the yellow. And so I just pulled out the yellow ones and I was like, when I decorate for Christmas, I will trade back out for these more, these yellower bulbs, but I have loved how much they've lightened up my house. Wow. That is absolutely brilliant. I wish she would have told me that. So I could have taken credit and added that to my book. <laughs> yeah, all, I think we all are doing these things. We're not, we're just not really giving ourselves credit for it. Yeah. I would have never, I mean, I literally until I'm telling you that I'm like, oh yeah, that was me changing seasonally because my house is so small that whatever happens in the dining room happens everywhere. Yeah. And so that. It's not that it's so small. It's that there's no walls. And so there, you know, what happens in one place happens everywhere. And so it just made me very like, I've got to get different light bulbs in here because this just doesn't feel right. Way to go. I'm so impressed with that. So thank you. Thank you. And I, you're going to love, I also have to tell you my rug story because we haven't said this. Okay. I haven't gotten to, I, I meant to text you this when it happened. I have never wanted a cow rug because I don't like seeing the arms and the legs. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. feel I feel like the ones where it looks like they they literally just removed the cow from the right. inside. It's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It's horrible. So I would like I wanted a fake one. I needed an an asymmetric rug for my new porch. And so I went to a place here that has a bunch of different rugs and I found one that I liked that did not have arms and legs and it was black and white and then it had like gold splashed all over it. And I thought this is perfect because it doesn't look like a real animal. Well, yes, I, I did a I did a Michael and move and I left it there that night. And I was like, if I still love it tomorrow, I can go back and get it because you always put things in your cart yeah. or you res and then you wait. Yeah. And I mean, oh, I woke okay. up Saturday morning and I was like, I need that rug. <laughs> I need that rug. <laughs> I like when you know. Googled when the store opened to go back and get it. Oh, that's so good. What a confident decision. I love that. Oh, yeah. Day but it took day two to get there. But it is very, uh, it's little changes. Like to me, it's been, there was a version of Annie that needed my porch to be done in, in a month a few years ago. And now I'm like, no, it's okay that this has taken yeah. three months to do. 100%. You know, I, Ann Voskamp, she always, she says life is not an emergency, which I think is a great quote, yeah. but I think it applies to home as well. Home is not an emergency. There's no race. 
to get it done. There's no finish line. Like, oh, it's not about being finished with our home. It's just about us it working for us where mm-hmm. we are, what we need it to do right now. Yeah. Did you, I saw the other day that she was quoting you when she was talking about the church that they have uh, renovated. I'm so obsessed with that church. It does have its own Instagram account, which I'm very thankful, but I want more photos. I do too. It is one of the coolest things, but I love how she was like, it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. <laughs> it's very freeing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what my one of my final-ish questions is, <laughs> do we have to decorate every single room in our house for fall, for Christmas, for spring, for summer? Like, does my guest bathroom and my personal bathroom, does my bedroom need decorations? seasonally? No, absolutely not. It is a very graceful choice. If you need some fall decorations in your bathroom, by all means, I think you should have something fall in your bathroom and consider which sense, which of the senses would serve you best in your bathroom. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's your sense of smell. Maybe you need fall music and you want to be able to have a way to play that in your bathroom when you're getting ready in the morning. Maybe you need a really cushy rug and, you know, heavier, thicker towels to keep you warm and a really cozy uh, bathrobe or great bath salts because you're going to take more baths in the winter. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, so I want you to work through what it is in that room that could serve you. And if there's an opportunity to bring in the seasons with that. But no, I would say every room in my house, I think you could identify what season it is, but it doesn't mean that I necessarily have fall specific visual decor. And I probably don't have any store-bought seasonal specific decor. It's more of an overall layered feeling that you kind of get just based on maybe what colors I pull forward or what pillow covers are on. So it is all about what you need from your home right now. Michael, and you're just the very best at this. So with the book coming out, with Welcome Home coming out, are you are you doing your courses again this year too? I always have the courses and that's kind of where the book came from. And then I also have, we did, it's Annie, I think I just write books so I can create the bonus to go with yes. them. It's my favorite part. It's so fun. <laughs> It's a lot of work to create a book for that, but I love creating the, like the companion pieces. And so um, we have what's called Welcome Home Prep School, oh, and wow. it has a syllabus. It's like a, a day of school. It actually, oh, is only an gosh. hour for grownups like this. So we have all these different classes. They're each like seven minutes long. So we have charcuterie boarding school. We have oh, uh, natural resources. We have hot lunch. We have recess where I go foraging in my yard. So we have all of these little kind of mini courses that you can see me like on video actually doing yeah. uh, how to decorate with natural items in your home that don't need watering. And so I show lots of examples in my own house. So it's such a fun little kind of Kickstarter. That's a really fun companion. When you order the book, you can get access. Okay. To is this only home in pre-sales? Well, this is going to come out on the 14th. It is yes. technically only in pre-sales, but I'm okay. a softie and I wouldn't be surprised if it comes back, Let's if you have a little more time, yes. So, but if, if somebody that? orders the book tonight, they can yes, to, they, anytime today, then you get access yeah. to all those extra courses. You just have to claim it. All you have to do is claim it. And then you will have unlimited access for the rest of your life. If oh, you want. this makes me so happy. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I just want you to keep going. I mean, the book is what I, and the other thing I love about welcome home is it does feel very like, okay, I want to make a note to myself in mid-October to go through and read the winter section so I can start prepping because you've done such a nice job of giving us seasonally what we need to do. I hope so. I really hope it's a book that either sits out on your coffee table or is like on the edge of your bookshelf that you just kind of, it's almost like a seasonal reference book. Yes, yes. For like little encouragement and reminder before, you're exactly right, like before before you walk down that seasonal aisle at your favorite store, just read the chapter (laughs) and it's going to set your mindset. Oh, it's brilliant. Thank you for doing this. You make my home so much more enjoyable over the last decade. I feel like I abuse your wisdom sometimes where I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about oh, this? As if. You could never <laughs> do that. Your home is gorgeous. Your office, I'm so sad. I can't be there in person to see it. I'm, I can't wait to see it. You would have been real impressed because our friend Betsy that helps us with the office came through yesterday and shopped the office and moved things from every room to every other room. 
Oh, fun. We didn't buy a single thing, but the office looks totally... I mean, we moved rugs. We moved couches. We moved tables. We just r- literally rearranged based on what we had here. And it's a different place. That. Yeah. Way to go. It's amazing. Okay, so the last question we always ask is because you've answered this before when you've been on the show. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what y'all are doing for fun right now. Oh, man. Well... That's a good question, Annie, because we had to cancel Nest Fest, so that is not fun. But we're so sorry. We're hoping to be able to have tiny, tiny twenty-person events, and that sounds real fun. Is that the next plan? Is you're going to have tiny events? Yes. So we were supposed to have them in April and sold out, and then we had to because of unprecedented times. We had to postpone it, but we're we may be able to do it in November. We're going to see. So we are, Chad and I are just so thrilled. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so then for the 20 person things, they'll be out at the barn and it'll be like, will it be topical? Is that how you'll keep them so small? I think so. So the first ones we're offering is called uh, Your Welcoming Home. It's a three day event. We talk about imperfection. We talk about cozy minimalists and we talk about uh, decorating for the seasons. And so Mm -hmm. we spend the morning like in the barn and I teach stuff. We do tours of the property. We do tour of my house. We go shopping at the depot together. Uh, We a semi homemade dinner. So it's all it really is about like opening up our imperfect home, which is very imperfect in here. I mean, it's it's a fixer upper. It is what it is, but it, we, we're not going to wait till it's done yeah. before we have people over. Does the um, rooster still hang on the back porch or up on the stairs walking up to the back door? He, oh my gosh, he was like our pet rooster <laughs> by our back door for you. He died last year, Annie, but we have new oh, ones now. Okay, good. That also sit by the back door. Well, we have to coop them up because they have to be like the boss of their chickens now. Oh, the sure, rooster was sure. like a lone, we had like this lone pet rooster for years. He was huge. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was so funny. Very unhealthy. Um, is this, would, technically, would this have been y'all's first year as empty nesters until pandemic brought one of your college yeah. boys back home? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Our kids have been here more than ever. And this was supposed to be the year where like, all our kids are gone. We're going to eat out every every day. But it's been lovely. I love having <laughs> my boys at home. I'm sure they would rather be in their dorms, but, uh, you know, it, it's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I just love Welcome Home, and I think this is such a helpful – I mean, you could not have picked a better book at a better time when we're all not sure what happens in the next year and how much we'll be home or not. And just doing these little things I think are going to be a real a real gift. So thank you for Welcome Home. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make changes this weekend. Oh, well, send me – a photo of anything you do that you're excited about. I love, okay. I love photos of okay. everyone's house. Uh, but thank you so much for having me, Annie. I so appreciate it. Okay, friends, do you feel ready to decorate for the fall? I do too. I'm going to go get some sticks. I'm going to go gather some things from the outside. I am very ready for my home to feel warm and cozy thinking about the five senses i mean even this weekend i pulled out the couple of decorations i do have for the fall and the first thing i thought of was a candle i want it to start smelling like the fall around my house so i hope you will grab a copy of michaelin's new book welcome home a cozy minimalist guide to decorating and hosting all year round and if you get it today Remember, before the book comes out, you can also get access to her online school that is really, really helpful. So uh, she's just brilliant, y'all. She is just brilliant. I can't wait for you to get this book and uh, and read through it and see all the beautiful pictures. It's just awesome. If you need anything from me, y'all know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. It's Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. Did you know we do a video on YouTube every Wednesday? called Annie's Fun List. So you can go check all those out. That's where I'm going to teach you my favorite chai recipe. I'm going to show you how I've been using Couch to 5K, how to fold a fitted sheet, how we cut apples. Everybody in the office cuts apples differently, you guys. Go check it out. That's youtube.com slash Annie F. Downs TSF. I think that's it for me today, friends. Um, If you think of anything, holler at me. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. And we'll see you back here on Thursday with pastor and friend who y'all already love and are going to love even more, Derwin Gray. Can't wait for y'all to hear it. See you Thursday.